yeah. sorry, also they had a, a, a lot of key players out. So I was actually quite worried for Newcastle today. They had in uh, Lasalles and Chofi out. John Joe Chofi. <laughs> Lasalles. Lasalles. Is it? <laughs> same, same thing, maybe. Tomato, tomato. Lasalles. <laughs> Que nada sai da minha frente que eu quero passar Pois o samba está animado O que eu quero é samba Hi guys and welcome to the Jogo Burrito Football Podcast I'm back again and this time I'm happy to say I have three burritos by my side Tarek, Adam and Ace uh, Adam, you have some explaining to do But we'll get to that in a minute <laughs> How are you guys all doing? Everyone well? Very well Very well, Very well. I'm well, thank you Good, 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 good to hear. So, Adam, this is where you We're explain. Gonna... This is yeah, This is the part where you get your chance. <laughs> explain what, mate? <laughs> explain your disappearances. What's been happening? Are you okay? Oh, How's no. your health? What's, what's going on with your welfare? Everything okay? Do you no, need every... our help? Everything's okay. Sorry, I just had a few bailiffs after me. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm all right now. Don't worry. I, I don't think they'll find, opposed... me. Don't think find me in this bush. As I always say to... As I said, as I always say to all my friends, if you don't open the door, they'll go away. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Bailiffs as opposed to Bailiffs as opposed to baby mums, so it's all good. So. <laughs> hey, it's but, yeah. still chasing me, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Free ace. But yeah, no. Seriously, we are previewing the weekend's Premier League games. We've just finished off with uh, Chelsea playing against Newcastle, a two-one win for Chelsea. Uh, also, Fulham winning 4-2 with a couple goals from Mitrovic. I know Tarek's happy about that, Fantasy Premier League and all that. Yeah, yeah. But aside, <laughs> from, that, aside from that, we're going to start with the uh, earlier weekend Premier League games, including the late kickoff between Liverpool and... Um, who did Liverpool Brighton. play? Brighton. That's it, Brighton. It was actually a really good game. Brighton were a really good team. So I'm going to start yeah. with them because I watched that game and I thought Brighton were very, very impressive. And I'm going to start with you, Adam, because you're back finally. What did you make of Liverpool's performance in that game? It was a bit all over the place, a bit jaded, don't you think? Agreed. I don't, I don't want to sound cliched here, but it, it was a game of two halves. Um, Liverpool in the first half, they created quite a few chances. Firmino, header, etc. Um, and then second half, very similar to Crystal Palace. They seem to have tired, got very sloppy with their passes and allowed Brighton to get back into the game. Um Having said that, though, these are the type of games, this game and the Crystal Palace game, Liverpool would have lost last season or at least drew. So the fact that they kept clean sheets um, and actually managed to win the game shows a massive step in the right direction in terms of title winning, uh, title challenge, uh, title challenge. And Tarek, in your view on Brighton's performance, how did you think they fared? I mean, they played really well in the second half. Uh, they did really not didn't challenge uh, Liverpool too much in the first. What did you make of their performance? Yeah, they 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 played they played quite well in the second half, like you said. Um, looks like they had some confidence coming up, coming from that um, United win, um, and they didn't. Although they they came out with confidence, they didn't they didn't create a lot of chances. I mean, the only chance that I can think of was Gross's header that um, Allison saved quite well, um, and I think they used Glenn Murray 
to good effect in the sense that they they try to um, target Joe Gomez um, in Liverpool's defence um, to see if he can bully him just like he bullied um, Eric Bailly and Lindelof <laughs> last weekend. Um, yeah. But Joe Gomez actually played really well. Um, and I think he has he's actually been playing pretty well in the last couple of games while he's been playing centre-back. So mm. I think Liverpool, all in all, I think they defended really well. Uh, and I just want to echo what Adam said in the sense that last season... These are definitely the type of games that Liverpool would have probably lost. And it shows that, you know, they've matured and they definitely would be a team that would be challenging this season. Yeah. Um, uh, and just to I add to that, sorry, one point to add in terms of um, <laughs> Tarek Mendes and Joe Gomez there. His pe- his partnership with Van Dijk seems to be a very fruitful one. They've looked solid. Um, Joe Gomez has been tested against the likes of Zahab and Teke. Glenn Murray and he stood up well um, and Alisson on the ball looks like he, he should have been Ronaldinho instead of a goalkeeper <laughs> I've seen his chip yeah, yeah. cheeky uh, yeah he's, he's a bit cheeky on the ball um, but he needs to be careful because Glenn Murray nearly caught him out once but it's impressive how good he is and his distribution as well so what do you make of Joe Gomez in the centre back position do you think the best defender in the world is going to get back in there Dejan <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lovren is, is going to have a tough time I'll be honest with you um, he's he's definitely not the best defender in the world but he's he's very good um, when, when he's concentrating <laughs> and I, I would I would say that the partnership with Joe Gomez looks like uh, Klopp likes that one is one he's going to keep unless Gomez makes a mistake I don't see uh, Lovren taking that place back easily before I ask Ace about Wolves uh, versus Manchester City, I want to ask you one more question, Adam. Can you quickly analyse for me Alexander-Arnold's performance, the free kick chance, and that pass across the pitch that he played to? I think it was Mo Salah. Yeah, yeah. What did you make of that? Uh, it was an interesting performance because I don't feel he's, he's hit top form yet. But, it, but he played well. Um, but it seems like he's had a bit of a mixed start. There's some really positives, um, strong positives coming out of all three games um, but at the same time there's times he looks like he's faded towards the end of games he got substituted towards the end yesterday um, but attackingly you know I've run out of things to say about the guy he's amazing going forward defensively he's looked solid but it just looks like maybe he needs he needs a bit of a rest um, maybe I think another week will do him well his fitness needs to get up slightly um, to to be able to keep it up throughout the whole game. Yeah, no rest for him because he's in my team, fantasy team. So <laughs> I, I would have him, but I've already got. And shout out to Joel Matip as well. Shout out to back? Joel Matip for telling him to waste time before coming on the pitch, uh, coming off the pitch, Alexander Arnold. So he was telling him, calm down, waste time, don't run off the pitch, and, and Alexander Arnold took forever to come off. So. <laughs> You know, it's all worth the cheating antics. If that was against a smaller team, then uh, if Brighton were doing the exact same thing, there would be absolute pandemonium on the bench. But nonetheless, Ace, tell me about Manchester City's performance against Wolves. Sloppy. I don't like them. Jaded. They didn't look right. Are they unfit? Is Klopp... Is not Klopp. Is is Pep right? What's going on there? And how did you... What did you make of Wolves' performance? In first of all, it is not the end of the world. They dropped some points. They didn't play that bad as it seems like like yeah, Man United did last week. Billy's, but, Billy's exaggerating. Yeah, but as I said, <laughs> I, I think I said it in the first week. I think Fernandinho is definitely the weak link in that group in, his te- in terms of his aging, and he looked a little bit sloppy at the start, and then Wolves got more confidence from that. So I think their passing wasn't as sharp as it usually is 
but they were still good and they did hit the post and stuff like that. So I think we'll, I think it's more of Wolves' performance than Man City's. So I think I'm, yeah. I wouldn't be too worried. Uh, no, Tyre, can you? I uh, know. Sorry, Adam. Go on. I'll let you go. What no, did you no, make of the midfield performance of the two? Yeah, Neves, um, Neves and they, yeah. they, they played very well, honestly, and and it shows actually when when teams go at Man City, they they press them, um, and also when they got the ball, they were able to keep it because Jaminho and Ruben yeah. Neves are very good on the ball. They had yeah. winning runners in in the likes of Costa, etc. And Jimenez holding up the ball well. So it was impressive to see a team, especially a newly promoted side, albeit one with money, um, go at go at Man City. Because like I've said last season, I was a bit disappointed at how teams went about uh, challenging Man City. Most seem to take the approach of sitting back. Um, but it's been shown when teams get at them, they, they do have a slight soft underbelly. But also, Adam, but do you think that only certain teams got the right players to go at them because with City what you no, need is good, good players in midfield and people that can run in certain areas with Liverpool and they had Trory, Costa they had in willing runners throughout the game yeah. so well, Adam Atroyo only came on towards the end the last 20 or so minutes he did very well um, created a couple of chances um, but agreed you do need the players to do it it's, it's easier said than done um, and, and also you need the players to be able to keep it up for 90 minutes so it's not yeah. something you can just turn on and off um, but there were some teams last season that I felt yeah, were yeah. able to do it uh, Chelsea for example at times yes. and, and yeah. other teams that, that didn't which is where my disappointment comes from yeah. and Tarek there seems to be a big debate ignited around VAR the handball decision what's your views on that you think that it should really be introduced as sooner rather than later obviously after it's been introduced to Serie A and other leagues what do you think the decision should be on based on that well, uh, it's a tough one. Um, I think during our World Cup episodes, I was we, we talked about VAR for for a bit, and I was thinking that the theory and all the technology is all there and it's fine. It's just the people that are using it, like the referees. Do do they know how to use it properly? Are they actually making the de- decisions correctly? Stuff like that. So I think that needs to be perfected. Um, it'd be interesting to see how it is in Syria first. Um, you don't want to rush into putting that in the Premier League um, I think for now I think this is part of the game isn't it as in it was a handball um, but I think for now just to see how it goes in Syria and go from there really yeah I mean it's already been brought out Syria hasn't it? I think their, their first year was a bit uh, hit and miss not as good yeah. as the World Cup I'm guessing um, yes. I think obviously a league setting is a lot different than uh, excitement of the tournament um, and the build up to that Um Ace, you sound like you're itching to say something. Tell me what you want to say about VAR. Dan, Dan as, as Tarek said, I think, I think it's rolled out in all the major leagues. But I think it'll probably be rolled out in the Premiership next year. So Even the Champions League from, from the quarter-finals, quarter-finals to implement yeah. it. Yeah. But for me, I think um, the only one that actually deserves VAR is the Champions League because there's been some mad decisions in that in that competition. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Do you see what like Vidal said? Do you see what Vidal what came say? out and said? He said that he if VAR was... I don't know if you mentioned VAR, but he said that um, Real Madrid should, should have two less two less Champions Leagues if I think VAR was part of it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. Which is yeah. probably true. There's a lot of teams that wouldn't won the... There's a lot of teams that won the Champions League in terms of dodgy and late decisions that happened in games. 
remember Chelsea when they had like five handballs in like five minutes. Oh, that so, was yeah. Remember that Chelsea versus Barca game? Oh. Yeah, yeah. But that guy was paid way too much to even refer it to VAR. I'm sure that referee <laughs> was more than enough. Yeah. <laughs> that was not normal <laughs> for any football match, any standards. I mean, but like was close to punching in the face. <laughs> so, yeah. But. Moving on, Arsenal managed to get a result finally. Now, uh, Arsenal are obviously now no, only no, no. six Sidani, points Sidani, behind. Sidani. Sidani. Yeah, yeah you're, cutting up. Like you're cutting up when you speak. Yeah. So it's not. Right, let, me, let me try and go closer to the Wi Fi. One sec. Hey, man, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Are you, are you sure your mum's out? I think you're at McDonald's, mate. You're <laughs> <laughs> using a Wi Fi with like 100 people. A lot, man. <laughs> I get into the awesome game, yeah. I get into the awesome game. I'm not like, yeah. The guy has got the right words to say, yeah. But after three games, yeah, I ain't like, man. He needs to start that defense, man. No, guys, it's a bit vague. Shambles. I watched only 10 minutes of highlights on matches of the day. I'm it's so bad. Of what the hell? Can you hear me, guys, now, yeah? It was worse than like, watching the full game. Yeah, no. try, have a go, Stan. Try it. Yeah, can you hear me, yeah? Can you, yeah. can you hear me now? Okay, yeah. cool. um, go. Can you hear me now? Okay, cool. Um, right, guys, moving on uh, to the Arsenal game. I'm going to ask you a few questions. Obviously, Arsenal managed to scrape the win uh, against West Ham. Uh, now, Arsenal are only uh, six points behind the league leaders, Liverpool, and the top race is really getting tight. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing? But no, in all honesty, Arsenal looked... Brilliant going forward at times and a shambles at the back. Um, at the times time. they looked, yeah, <laughs> every single moment. Uh, the pullbacks were really high. It looks like Emre is going to take some time. It's going to take some time for Emre to embed his uh, philosophy into what these players are supposed to be doing. It seems like they can't shake off Arsene Wenger's um, tactical shadow, wherever that is. But nonetheless, Ace, what did you make of the game? Uh, it was disappointing, but still, I mean, you're just happy to get the win, right? Yeah, I was happy with the win. And as you said, our defence was a shambles. But I, I, I always thought like we were going to win that game in terms of we had so many people going forward and we were putting quite a lot of pressure on West Ham. But the defence issue, it was I, I'm left with more questions than actually answers. I thought... With the first two games we had, I thought it was City and Chelsea, but we made West Ham look, look like world beaters, to be honest with you. So, and it's just that midfield and that defence, the gaps between them. And I think our two centre backs, Mustafi and Socrates, I can't really judge them no more. I think they're getting too much work. They're getting too, too worked too much for the fullback. I don't so forward. So, still. I think we ain't there to top four anyway, so it's more questions than answers. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know about Arsenal in the top four come the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just like well, this, but yeah, as in, yeah. I, w- I watched part of the game um, and there were some positives, like you said, that attacking-wise, um, Arsenal looked like, looked pretty pretty good. I mean, they weren't amazing, but they were okay. But I guess, I guess defensively, like you said, the the fullbacks were always high and I think that they didn't get much protection from midfield either um, and yeah. they were left exposed all the time um, and actually West Ham had some chances I, rem- I remember Czech had to make a couple of saves um, but yeah going forward I think Arsenal would have made up for it I mean Fabianski saved West Ham quite quite a bit 
so, so it could have been more than 3-1 in the end Fabianski becomes the world-class goalkeeper whenever he plays against Arsenal for some reason I don't know why <laughs> I think most keepers when they come back to their former club they yeah, really... yeah yeah most keepers do yeah. but Fabianski's done well nonetheless I mean I shouldn't it's just you know, no, just he, I mean, he's a good keeper he's, he's made one of the most saves last season I think yeah, um, yeah. But, but what I would say in regards to um <coughs> Arsenal, they made West Ham look really good, and West Ham have been so poor so far this season. Um, Arsenal, I've watched all three of their games, and and they're they're some way off the rest of the top top six teams. To be honest, they with definitely you. are. Yeah. Um, you've already mentioned their defensive issues, and, and Socrates at times, and Mustafi sometimes people complain, but yeah, it's hard to judge them because. They're playing in a system where their fullbacks are, are abandoning them. You've got someone like Jack in front of you who has very little defensive um, nous or awareness at all. So it's quite tough. I'm surprised Herrera doesn't start. Um, I don't know what's going on good. with that. Yeah, yeah no, agreed. I'm surprised Herrera doesn't start. Gunduzi has looked very good. Um, yeah, which these, is these don't think he's the next Vieira, by the way, Adam. You weren't here for But also. I stand by that. In regards to the rest of the, the team, in terms of attacking-wise, you look much better when Lacazette came on um, in the second half. Yeah. So it may be a case of starting him and Torreira, um, and then hopefully Bellerin and, and Monreal, especially Bellerin, um, can can learn when to go forward and when to come back. And, and also, or at least have some cover in midfield because yeah. if you see other teams when their fullbacks go, one of their midfielders will sit. Um, yeah. And maybe you need a bit more of of, of that's just basic cohesion, football, isn't it? Yeah, and also yeah. with the foot with in Bellerin, I think he ain't got the fitness to go up and down that in that width from the from the first minute. So at the end of each game, he looks tired, like having tracked back. I, I he runs the a lot, game. doesn't he? I mean, he yeah. does really work yeah. by himself as well. Yeah, so I think he's getting he's overworking where he needs to consume his energy in the final third. But don't you think that Mkhitaryan doesn't really support his style of play because Mkhitaryan yeah, sometimes will isolate himself a little bit further forward. Yeah. I thought and he played well time, in the first yeah. half. Yeah, but I think, I think at the same time he leaves Bellerin quite exposed and, and then Bellerin's the one who's going to get the blame. Mkhitaryan doesn't seem to because yeah. he's more but, of an attacker. Yeah, but. yeah. But Bellerin, I mean, Mkhitaryan was never a proper wing guy. He's always been a... Left. Yeah, he drifts yeah, in. yeah, just in, yeah, a bit, yeah. Right, so that's the issue. But uh, it's a team who look like they're they're doing well, grinding out results the same way Liverpool did. Or Chelsea, um, they did really well. I think Adam, you saw the game just now, didn't you? And uh, what did you make of them? The way they played, um, Eden Hazard looked good. Um, yeah. He looked strong in his position, positional play. Marcus Alonso managed to do it again. Defensively, he doesn't always look fantastic. <laughs> but he manages to to get something out of the game when it seems like it's uh, going nowhere. What did you make of Chelsea's performance and their ascendancy? And what do you make of Rafa Benitez's Newcastle? Um, well, it was an interesting one. Rafa Benitez's tactics to me were, were questionable. Um, there was a lot of controversy about then I think they had 19% possession today, and it was at St James's Park as well. Um, but he doesn't have the team to go up against Chelsea. He knows that, so he he decides to sit back. And fair enough, he's entitled to do so. Um, it almost worked, and if if they had gotten a result out of this game, no one would have said anything. Um, Chelsea huffed and puffed and had some chances in, for the first 70 minutes, but the game really came alive in the last 
20 to 30 minutes um, when you had <laughs> crazy decisions and, and three goals. Um, but Chelsea were made to work hard for it and they do look good, but it looks like they've got some work to do similar to Arsenal in terms of getting that cohesion uh, in their team. And then also knowing their best eleven. Yeah, yeah. and uh, understanding themselves. I think also, I think, yeah. sorry, also they had a, a lot of key players out. So I was actually quite worried for Newcastle today. They had in Lascelles and Chofi out. John Joe Chofi. Lascelles. Lascelles. Is it? <laughs> Same thing, mate. Tomato, tomato. tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, before the game, I was actually really worried for Newcastle. They, they are two key players, so for them to keep at 1-1 has to be down to the coach, so yeah, I feel yeah. they were quite unlucky. Well, they scored yeah. pretty late as well, didn't they? So yeah, All goals were pretty late. The, it was 0-0 for, for a while. The and 75th then, minute, yeah. Um, yeah, then uh, Chelsea went 1-0 ahead of it was a controversial penalty, not penalty. not a penalty in my opinion. Um, and then <laughs> Newcastle's goal was also very controversial. Uh, Yedlin elbowed Giroud in the face and crossed the ball in. Um, the rest of the Chelsea team, uh, but it was really naive from Chelsea and David Luiz and Alonso. They just stopped. They thought it was a foul, but you told it from primary school, play to the whistle, um, yeah. and they didn't. And uh, Yosselu ran in front of Luis, who was just standing there with his hands on his hips and headed in the ball. Um, that sounds like a Luis moment, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the last, the, the winner was was also, was the, the initial free kick was a bit controversial. Mm. Probably a free kick, and then um, the it was a bit of a shambles in terms of defence um, from Newcastle side, and, and Yedlin was unlucky to score the own goal. Mm. So uh, taking away as much as you can from that game, Chelsea title challengers this year. Maybe after three games, do you think they'll still be fighting strong towards Christmas? Well, I don't. I don't think so. But then again, they are on nine points and they've won all their three games. Ooh. But they do look a bit vulnerable to me. Um, so I would still stay <coughs> out of City uh, and Liverpool, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah, I mean, same. 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 But it was quite funny that I saw a lot of football pundits even from BBC to to BT to Style I know one's got Chelsea in their top four but I think they've got a really good shot for the top yeah. four but the lead uh, I think it would be our City or Liverpool yeah same I think, yes. I think they'll definitely get top four in my opinion with United I think, I think so in your opinion uh, okay. so, so. So. I think so interesting, no? interesting. yeah should be interesting well, interesting we'll, we'll, mark, we'll, we'll mark this down <laughs> yeah, Spurs is a bit of an enigma at the moment, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't know what to feel about no Spurs, mm. but we'll, we'll discuss them, I guess, uh, another time. They haven't played yet. Mm. That's it. Uh, so yeah, finally, uh, we're just running through a few games, uh, a few of interest to us. Um, Everton played really well yesterday, um, went two 0 up, but then managed to lose to Bournemouth, the comeback kings, the new ones anyway, in yeah. terms of the Premier League. Uh, the namesake King himself scored a goal. Um, yeah. You guys, uh, a quick rundown on they that did, game. They, they didn't then, lose to Bournemouth. They drew two two. They drew. It was it was a comeback King. Uh, yeah, yeah, did I sorry. say lose? Okay, no yeah, worries. I think you meant draw. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just yeah. highlighting. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He did at least. He's a comeback. Yeah. yeah. 
nonetheless, uh, also Fulham won 4-2 today. Uh, Mitrovic with a couple of goals. Uh, Andre Scherler scoring as well. Michael Seri. Um, it looks very happy days, <laughs> very much happy days for them with all these new signings. Obviously, yeah. I saw them that they've got the highest percentage of new signings. 57% of their yeah. team is what made of new signings. Nonetheless, uh, you guys, your view on those two games, uh, starting with Everton, who I thought played really well. Ricarlison, I put him in my fantasy Premier League team and he got sent off. I think everyone then, had, had him in team. Everyone had him yeah. already. I thought, you know what? I was between him and Walcott and I decided to put it. Anyway, what what did you guys That's why you lost, please. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the game, so... <laughs> well, well I, I, Everton, Everton played well, but I think the red cards really affected the game. Um, but there was a more... Sorry, a slightly more interesting point in the Burnley game. I'm really shocked at Burnley because they... I don't remember a time last season, and correct me if I'm wrong, they haven't conceded four goals. Um, mm. Even if they lost, it'd be by one or two goals, and, and they lost last week three one. Um, yeah. Which it's a surprise. I think maybe European football. Europe, yeah, yeah, that's um, what I say, yeah. And if if it continues, they may actually be candidates for relegation. Um, you've seen teams do very well in the Premiership, um, and then obviously well-established teams like Stoke and, and West Brom last season get relegated. So mm. it wouldn't be a major shock if if them. I had Bournemouth or the. I was thinking Bournemouth, it might be there yet to go down. Um, but oh, with, yeah, with Bournemouth, yeah. With Bournemouth, they just got this energy where they don't really, what we'll call it, give up. They can have a really like, poor first half and then they will get it right in the second half. Yeah, but, they yeah. got the most points from losing position last season. Um, yeah. So it's interesting to see. I don't think they will, I don't think they will go down. It's just... Sometimes there's those teams that have been in the Premiership a while, mid-table, and they're not really fighting for anything. Can they get a yeah. bit complacent? Um, and those are the type of teams that sometimes go down. So I was yeah. thinking it could be there, yeah, but they've started so well that yeah. it, may, it may be a, a pretty bad prediction. But Burnley, yeah. I'm a bit worried for them. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. They should go back to basics yeah, and forget about Europe. I think Europe. Sean I don't, I, don't, I don't think they'll go down. I mean, I, I think eventually they'll, they'll go back to their... The usual way yeah. it's tough, tough to Solid, beat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good defensively. Um, I think with Sean Dyke, you're going to get that. But um, I think for me, relegation, if we, since we're talking about it, I think Cardiff are uh, one of the yeah, teams I favorites. think going down. Possibly yeah. Huddersfield um, as well. Yeah, Cardiff and Huddersfield. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, not sure, I'm not too sure about the third the third team, but we'll get to no. that. I'm, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Bournemouth. This is nah. very special. I know they're not nah, going to be Bournemouth and Burnley, really? Really? Nah. No, I said Bournemouth, Huddersfield and Cardiff. Oh, okay. So not Burnley anymore? No, he said Burnley. Or Burnley. Oh, okay, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> nah, for me, for me, Cardiff, Huddersfield and the other one, I'm going to say it out loud, it has to be Southampton. Mark Hughes going down. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good shout. Yeah, that's well. That will be yeah. fun to see as well. Don't you think? Like, yeah. uh, no, no, nothing against Southampton. Just something against Mark Hughes. I don't know. I just <laughs> I can't really stand him on the bench. He annoys me. He doesn't smile much, does he? What is it? Yeah. Have you ever seen Mark Hughes smile? Spiky, at holy mate. Spiky, swap. <laughs> Spiky. And <laughs> <laughs> <Hello>, Sparky. <laughs> Sparky. <laughs> Sparky. Same thing, mate. I said I said before, tomato, tomato, same thing, mate. 
Did they laugh? They said tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. He said tomato, potato once. So this, uh... <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. Uh, so um, finally wrapping up the the whole of the Premier League this week, uh, but we're not done yet. Um, you can also watch out for our shout out show. Um, and on that note, we will uh, have this on all social channels: Facebook, uh, where are we else? Insta, Twitter. Everywhere, mate. High five, everywhere. Listen, High five. We'll, we'll be everywhere, but nonetheless, uh, do look out for our shout-out show, uh, and we'll be back again with a Premier League review of the weekend's games next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Que nada sai da minha frente que eu quero passar Pois o samba está animado O que eu quero é sambar